Amen. What a lovely name. And just the mention of his name, Jesus, ought to bring us to our feet. Ought to cause us to bow our heads and ask him to have mercy upon our sorry souls. We don't deserve this, but God in his grace continues to pour out his love on us in spite of who we are. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the book of Ephesians. Paul's the writer on the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. Looks like we might have to bring back the funeral fans. Ephesians 4, verse 1. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord... Beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein, wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bondage of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Notice what he says. One God, there is not another, and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you speak to our hearts now and help us to realize that we're in the house of God and that we need to honor him because he has allowed us to have a place of worship. That we would ask you, Lord Jesus, to speak to us the way we need to be spoken to so we can understand what we need to be doing for you. God, we love you and we pray that you'd bless the reading of your holy word. Now, in Jesus' name, amen. You need to be seated, please. I remind us, if you uh, don't understand, this is the house of God and your conduct and your activity needs to uh, be a part of that. I don't want to have to call somebody down. That'd be embarrassing. Um, I will tolerate sleeping. I used to do that quite frequently. I will tolerate sleeping because the ears are the last thing to go. So you may not see me, but maybe you will hear me. But above that, to hear the Lord. Keeping unity in the family. All right. I've seen this on many care cards. Praying for unity in our church. And that's right. We need unity. We need to be together on what we're doing. Now, I want to go ahead a step further on this unity thing. Some of you, and I don't know of a soul within myself. Now, they could be in here. Uh, maybe you have something against me and you just haven't said anything about it. If it is, I don't know it. If it is, I will do my best to fix it. But some of you don't get along with others. Just admit it in your own heart and mind. You know it's true. You realize that you are hindering the unity of this family. So I'm not coming to you and say, what is your problem? But I hope that the Holy Spirit of God would speak to you to the point that you would get your act together. Hello? We can't move forward if somebody is griping and moaning and groaning. So I beg you to help us Keep unity in the family of God. You see, every day is a day to grow in the Lord. Every day is a day to grow in the Lord. We, we read, or we should be reading and studying the Word of God. 
You know, it's amazing to me. We, we have many, we do it the house, we have many copies of, a, of, of God's holy word. How many, how often during the week do we pick these Bibles up and, and just, hey, if nothing else, randomly read and see what God might have to say to us? Okay? Many of us, I didn't say y'all, I said many of us. If you said, well, well look up Titus. Well, I don't know where Titus is in the book. Well, I got a smartphone, it ought to know. Boom, boom, up it comes Titus. We need to know how to find it in the Word of God, not a smartphone, okay? I have no problem with smartphones. Keep them coming. Keep going. Keep using them. It's okay. But you need to know about the Word of God and where things are. Yeah, I still have a flip phone. Somebody saw it yesterday and laughed at it. I said, hey, don't lie. This thing brand new. It's not put together like my old one, let me tell you. I have to walk around to find a spot where it can get out. Uh, I dropped it the other day. The backside flew off and went one way and the battery went the other. I said, Psh. and I've dropped my other one. It just hangs in there, you know. But I got her back together and she still had everything she's supposed to have when I got it back together. But studying and reading the Word of God. Or else, how are you going to know which direction to go? You know, I, hey, people want us to come or go here or there. And I said, they say, you need directions? I said, no, nope, I got my wife with me. Lynn knows all about it, no problem. You just tell me, give me an address, it's over a done deal. And she plugs it in the smartphone. And here it goes talking to you. You know, it tells you which way to turn. And, and you know, sometimes I know how to get from A to B, okay? But she's got another idea. So the other day we said, well, well let's just go the other idea. Oh, it was a beautiful scenery route. It really was. But we left there. I said, we ain't going back the way she brought us. I want to go the way I know. See, we think we know. In other words, we've made this statement. Look, I've been there, done that, said that, experienced that. You can't tell me anything. Man, best thing to do with that person is pray for them and get away from them because lightning could hit any time. A person that don't want to learn new places and learn new things, they got a problem. Hello? They got a problem. You know, I want to learn new stuff. Hey, show me something I don't already know. Well, you know, that's part of, of keeping unity in the family, respecting one another. I don't care if, if it's a five-year-old and say, Preacher Kenny, I want to show you something. Well, how, how would it sound then? I don't need to see that. I, I know that I've done that. I don't need to fool with that. That thing would register in that little heart's, person's mind and heart and probably no more would ask me. No more. Yesterday was a great time. I don't know about you. Some of you didn't even bother to come by to see if we, our hearts were beating. And that's okay. You probably had other things to do and that's fine. But I'm, I'm looking for you I'm looking for God to pour out blessings here on August the 9th like he has never done before. And it's only going to happen if there's unity in the family. But we had a great time yesterday. I did. I mean, I had a ball yesterday. Uh, I don't know that the lady's here. If she is, I want to tell you to wherever you're sitting that I love you and I thank you for just falling into the trap. <laughs> Brother Gary Freeman was about two or three spots down below me and I have drifted off down there just to 
because I've been hollering at him. He was sitting down too much. You know you can't catch fish sitting down too good. You've got to stand up. So I walked down there to see if Brother Gary was okay and took him a little pretty little umbrella to keep the sun off of him. And, and there was a lady down there, and he says to her, uh, are you in church anywhere? And she said, well, no, I'm not going anywhere right now. He said, well, you ought to come here. said, we got a great church, and we got a great pastor. said, you, you ought to come here. And I said, well, who is the pastor? Well, I'm standing there, okay, and I got my, I got my overalls on and my blood red shirt. And, and Gary said, it's Kenny Owen. She said, I've heard of that name before. Well, she turned, saw the look, and I said, here I am. <laughs> I should have went a step further and said, it's me, it's me, it's on this team. <laughs> oh, but we had a great time yesterday. Many folk, I mean, we talked to. I say we, there was more than just myself. Not in church anywhere. Hey, come here. You've got to reach out. You've got to invite. You've got to encourage. To keep unity in the family, they've got to see that we love one another. And to go out and talk about somebody and let that crowd hears about it, you think they're going to come here? Uh-uh. They're not going to come here. All right. Stay with me, Okay. Keeping unity in the family. Looks like it's about 22 minutes after 11, and uh, we'll get there. Your clock may not be with mine. I'm going to go with mine. Okay? All right. If you want to keep unity in the family, and I do, I got to stay fresh. I got to stay fresh in the Word of God. Now, listen to me. The Word of God is older than any of us in here, but it's fresh every morning. It's like dew. It's fresh every morning. You say, I've read it, and I've read it, and I've read it. Same old thing. Well, you're not reading it with the right spirit. You're not reading it with the right unity. Because every time I read, I mean, it's something different. If we're reading it, listen, if, if not just read and say, well, I read the Bible today. No, read it, expecting God to speak to our hearts. He will. He's promised he will. But we've got to engage ourselves into the word of God. It's not going to jump on us. We've got to engage ourselves in that word. I want you to look across the page. If you if we'll get your smartphone, if, uh, uh, Ephesians two twenty one. Right quick, it all be up already. If not, flip over there. Ephesians two twenty one says. Now listen, we're talking about unity in the family. It says, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Our bodies, the Bible says, is the temple of the Holy Spirit of God, fitly joined and framed together in that, to keep unity in the family. I want to stay fresh in the Word. I love fresh corn, and we're getting that now. I love fresh okra with that good stuff running out of it. You don't even have to chew boiled okra. You just put it there. It knows where to go. I love good, fresh okra, fresh corn, fresh tomatoes. I love a fresh word from God. I love to see your faces fresh and shining and saying, hello, preacher, pastor, and get a hug or a handshake or a smile. Freshness. You, listen, 
If you want to keep unity in this family, you've got to stay fresh. Okay? Fresh. Listen. Too many of us have the idea, as I said earlier, we've been there, done that, don't tell me anything, I know what to do. Well, one of my friends recently went down to Allendale, South Carolina, second poorest county in our state, I was told. He said, Kenny wouldn't believe there's nothing there. There's a church there, there's a pastor there who's not only the pastor but said he's, he's over the town council. He, he is over this and over that. And, and said some, some people are coming to the church and said we went down to help them build. And he said we carried people with us that know how to build. But said there was one person there wouldn't trust us. Said we'd measure and make a mark. And said he'd pull his tape. Said yeah go ahead and cut it. He said we got nowhere hardly. Said we went down to put a top on a building for them people. And said, all we got done was up to the point, ready for the plywood and the paper and the shingles. He said, we should have, two or three days should have had that project done, but said it's not. Said we come away uh, so sad. Unity, freshness. Listen, you, you can't know everything there is to know about everything, okay? That's why we got so many different caliber of people and God has sent us. And there's, there's enough people right here this morning that we can do anything that we set our hearts and minds to do when it comes to construction. And it can happen right over here. And you're going to be a part of it, whether you know it or not. Keeping unity in the family. You know, we were so blessed to have 25 or 30 plus people at night come at 6 o'clock and work to 8 o'clock. And those precious little souls that Say, so, hey, you want a bottle of water? Yes, bring me a bottle of ice cold water. I love it when the family comes together and we, we get to feel how it feels to work together. It's a freshness. Listen, you want to keep unity to this family? You got to stay fresh. You not only got to stay fresh, but you got to stay fit. You listening? I said, you got to stay fit. Hebrews 12 1 says, run the race that is set before you. I can't run your race, you can't run mine. So we run the races together. But we have one goal in mind, and that's serving the Lord. Amen, hello? Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Enter his courts with joy in our hearts and souls that we can do all God wants us to do. We can make it happen, Captain. But we gotta stay in there with it. We got to stay, we got to stay fit. Now, in case you hadn't noticed, there's a spiritual war going on. We fight. Listen, we fight against the devil. John 10, 10 simply says, The thief, the liar, the cheat, the low-down scoundrel that was kicked out of heaven because he wanted to be in charge. The devil himself wants to take you for a ride, brother, and he will not bring you back. You'll be gone further than you expected to go. You'll spend more than you intended to spend and you'll stay longer than you ever intended to stay and it'll cost you more than it's ever cost you before if you follow the devil. We gotta stay fit. Let me give you another. We gotta stay faithful. You know, I just don't understand an outfit that just can't stay faithful. Would you want to keep coming here if, if about every other Sunday too is a substitute standing up here and I'm, where is he at? I, I, I don't know. I mean, hey, 
He got somebody to preach in his way in his place. To, uh, we don't know where he is. He won't answer his phone. How long are you going to tolerate that? Now, don't look, don't misunderstand. I love vacations, and I want every one of you to take one. If you got it coming, take it. You deserve it. Get out from here. Go somewhere. And cool off. <laughs> Go hear another pastor. Go hear another preacher. Go hear another evangelist. Go in another congregation. And hopefully you can't wait to get back. <laughs> uh, but staying faithful. It's important. I love, I love old things. I got an old engine. It's what you call a hit and miss engine. It'll, you know, it'll... It'll hit a lick or two and it'll set, but it's steady running. But I also love those that just simply purr, purr, doing the job. I want you to be faithful, y'all. Listen, we can't get nothing done if, you, if you're coming and going. We don't know if you're coming or going. You know, let us know. Hey, I won't be there. Here's where I'll be. I praise God. But some of you do that. Can I won't be here next Sunday. Listen, it's not none of my business. I'm not keeping up with you. But it bothers me when I don't see you in and out. I don't know where you're mad, glad, sad, or hooked a ride with somebody or, or gone somewhere else. You know, Brother Larry and me, we've discussed it more than once. And even in the deacons, we discussed it, uh, uh, the deacon book. When you look through there and you see, uh, my goodness, where are they? They're not here. We don't know where they are. You try to contact them, hey, phone number's changed. You write a card to them, no such address. I, I mean, I call, <laughs> I call people to wish them happy birthday. I want to do that. Hello, good morning, how are you doing? I'm Kenny Owen. You got the wrong number. <laughs> okay. You may have the wrong number, but you got the right person. I just called and wish you happy birthday. It ain't my birthday. <laughs> well, have a good day. <laughs> Sorry I woke you. <laughs> faithfulness, faithfulness. Listen, we can't operate without faithfulness. Every time we meet here, we run these high-powered lights. Every time we meet here, them air conditions in the summertime, just a humming out there, man. I mean, humming, blowing cold air in here. But for some of us, it ain't cold enough, is it? <laughs> just keep fanning, you'll cool the next one beside you. You know? But things go on here whether you're here or not. Be faithful. Be faithful to church. If you can't come, hey, what should you do? Call ahead. Hey. Don't, don't worry about us. We're on vacation. Everything's cool. We'll be praying for your service today. By the way, I left my tithe with so-and-so. Wonderful. You say, it's all about money. Can you operate your place without it? What do you do when you get a, a bill in the mail? Now, just trash it. We don't have to pay it. <laughs> I believe some churches, they ain't sending out duns. You know, hey, you ain't been here, you ain't paid your time, we're going to send your membership to you. You know, that lights a fire under some folk. Uh, I'm going to send your membership to you. Yeah, you haven't been here in 10 years. I mean, hey, we carrying you. In fact, we got a seat that we're heating and cooling every Sunday, and you're not here to fill it. Say, where is he going? I don't know. I want you to know I want to stay fresh, I want to stay fit, I want to stay faithful. 
But also, I want to stay full. You know, way back there when gas began to climb, you know, somebody said, hey, just every time your vehicle gets about half empty, fill it up so it don't hurt near as bad. Well, that's true. You know, don't let it get down too far and it's not, it don't sound too bad. But we need to stay full, full of the Holy Spirit of God. Listen, when Paul wrote this, do you think he was sitting around under a tree somewhere and said, well, I don't care. I don't care what happens to them people. No, I'm satisfied he was on his knees. He was praying. He was asking God to speak to his heart. And God spoke and he wrote it down. He put it in his memory bank. And when time come to put it on paper, God gave it back to him so you and me could have it, a copy of God's holy word. I want to stay full of the spirit of God. If I get out of hand and I ain't drunk on alcohol, don't mess with me, okay? I want to be full of the Spirit. I want to just rock and roll with God. And the only way I can do it is stay full of the Spirit of God. Now, hey, myself, just like our vehicles, that hand will move. If you drive it enough, it's going to move. It's going to keep on headed down toward E. What is E for? I guess it's for effort. Get ready to push because you're going to run out of fuel. You know, hey. F is not only for full, but F is for fun. Hey, we got a full tank, man. We're going to ride. And people are going to ride. They're going to do that. We're going to put gas in our cars, and we're going to put food in our belly, aren't we? But when it comes to, to, to being full for the Lord and, and being faithful and being fit and being fresh, we get slack. We get sloppy. We get slicky with it. And first thing you know, we find ourselves sliding back. And we think, how in the world can I fess up and, and get back to where I'm supposed to be? Let me tell you something. God knows where you are and where I am right now. And if you've got any moving to do, you need to do it. God's waiting on you. He's done done it all, y'all. God's done sent the best he had when he sent his son Jesus, died on the cross for your sins and mine, rose from the grave. Now, staying full, Ephesians 5, 18 says, Be filled with the Spirit of God. And when we are filled with the Spirit of God, we'll have the power of God upon us. Jesus had that power. He gave that power to disciples. He gives it to you and I. You say, well, I don't feel it. Well, maybe it's the wrong spirit. Maybe it's the wrong idea. You see, we could take things sometime and try to run ahead of everybody and, and look like a big shot. And first thing you know, we, we find ourselves rolling around like a BB. You know, we're not no big shot at all. We need to trust the Lord with all we have. Listen, I want, I want us to keep unity in this family. If, if it needs fixing, fix it today. Go to that person and say, I'm sorry I shot my mouth off. I'm sorry I had such an action towards you. And get it right. God's waiting on you. He's waiting on you. I want to stay fresh. I want to stay fit, full. I want to stay faithful. But listen, I want to stay fixed. Hello? I want to stay fixed. Why? Because the Bible says that Jesus could come anytime. Too late to fix it after he comes. Too late to fix it after he comes. You know, I don't know about your garden. I'm having to hunt my stuff because the weeds have taken over. It's amazing to me how weeds will grow with no rain. Man, 
and you try to jerk them up, they break off. Man, you ain't pulling me out of my roots. You know how it reminds me of some folk? They ain't been wet on by the Holy Spirit of God in so long. They're so grounded, they'll break before they'll let you pull them up and move them. You ain't moving me. They ain't going to do what you ask me. Preacher, old pastor, he had preached a revival in a church. They had had a, a great time. He had a good time. And it was the last night he'd finished preaching. They were on their way out. And this little lady, she, here she come, got up there. Pastor, thank you so much for preaching so hard this week. But I'll just go ahead and tell you, we ain't going to do what you said. <laughs> She's set in her ways. Hey, a lot of folk don't like change. Okay? Change. Well, we fiction to change, y'all. We fix to go through a big change like this church has never seen. I want to be a part of it. I want to keep unity in the family. I want to stay fresh with it. I want to stay fit. I want to stay faithful. I want to stay full. I want to stay fixed. But I better stay fervent too. You know about that word fervent is earnest. Sincereness. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I say I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it. If I say I'm coming, I'm coming. You can count on me. You can count on the word of God, which I stand on, which I teach, which I preach, which I share. It's the word of God. Stay fervent in it. Serious about the work of the Lord. Last of all, let me share this with you. We need to stay fight ready. Now listen to what, what Jude, Jude 3. We should earnestly contend for the faith. Fight for it. I made this statement just a few days ago. And I blame us pastors. I remember just a few years ago. West Oak High School, right before the game, a local pastor would come up and lead an invocation. I was one of those pastors. And they stopped that. I wished on the Friday night after they had stopped it, the next Friday night that was coming, I wish a whole band of us pastors had been there, walked up in that announcer's booth, and let them say, what y'all doing? One of us is fisting to pray over this ball game. And if you want to stop us, hip yourself, but one of us is going to get the mic. And one of us is going to pray. And one of us is going to ask blessings over this game. No, we were wimps. We were chicken. And we didn't do it. I'm telling y'all, we got to take our state, our county, and our community back. And the only way we can do it is have unity. Standing together. I don't know what happened to us back there. I don't know what happened. We just cowed down. Well, I'm sick and tired of cowing down, aren't you? I mean, hey, I ain't going to say I'm looking forward to it, but I might have a spot in that new jail. (laughs) And I won't fall out with these boys if they come to get me. I will lovingly go. I will. 
But we have, listen, y'all, we have got to quit being told you can't, you can't, you can't. It's against the law, it's against the law. If it ain't against the Ten Commandments, I'm going to go for it. Hello? I mean, there's no sense in this. We must stay fight ready for Jesus. I'm not talking about fist fighting. Listen, we fight not against flesh and blood. We fight against the principalities, the power of the air, the power of darkness, which is the devil. And he's trying to take our county. He's trying to take our state, our United States. He's trying to take over our whole world. You know why? Because he knows his time is short. He is hell bound and no way out. He'll never ever have a chance to be saved. It's over for Satan. He's going to hell and he's going to take every person with him. So I want to tell you this. If you're not saved today, you're on your way to hell, period. He said, what can I do? You can fall on your knees and ask God to forgive you of your sins, come into your heart and save your soul because you could die right now. Where would you be 30 seconds after they say he's dead? My daddy was taken to the Anderson Hospital. Uh, this was somewhere 68, 67. He had gone to church that morning. He had went to Sunday school. They came out of Sunday school, headed for the choir. The choir rehearsed like hours. They went into the auditorium to sing. Luther was not there. Nobody went to see where he might have been. After service, they said, where is Luther's car still here? They found Daddy in the back, one of the back Sunday school rooms, stretched out. He done had his heart attack. They got him to Anderson Hospital. We rushed down there. And the doctor came out and said, your daddy's had a massive, massive heart attack. He'll never work another day in his life. I hadn't even had time to tell my daddy bye. Daddy tells. He got over it, thank God. Daddy said, he said, I heard the doctor say, disconnect everything, he's gone. It's over with. He said, I heard him say that. He said, I could not speak back to him and say, hey, I'm still okay. He said, I heard him say, it's over with. Where will you and I be 30 seconds after they disconnect everything and say, they're gone? You're going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. And when I leave this world, I don't want anything standing in the way that I kept unity from being in the family of God. It's dangerous, y'all. It is dangerous. I beg you, one more time, please, I want you to stay fresh. I want you to stay fit. I want you to stay faithful. I want you to stay full. I want you to stay fixed. I want you to stay fervent. I want you to stay fight ready. Lest we lose the battle. I beg you, I challenge you today. In whatever way God might have spoken to you this morning, don't sit there dumbfounded. Do what God is asking you to do and don't care who thinks or says what. The greatest revival any church could ever have is for everybody loving everybody and cooperating with the Holy Spirit of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, may you rain down on us right now. Lord, may not let anything stand in the way of us having unity in this wonderful family. Lord, we have guests here this morning. 
There, those, these guests, Lord, could not even know you as a personal Savior. God, speak to their hearts. They're not here by accident. And Lord, I pray that you would touch them in a mighty way. You know those that are, are guests in the house. You know those who, who needs to make a decision for you. And God, I pray that it be today, but help our family to exhibit the love of God in Jesus' name. Amen.